You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Are you ready for 2019? Okay, have your seat briefly. Thank you, choir. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. 2018 was wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we are at the borderline now looking at 2019. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, <laughs> the Bible says, it is not by power. It is not by might. But by my spirit, see the Lord. Zechariah 4, we start from verse 6. And the Bible says, Who art thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You shall become a plain. It will bring out the capstone with the shoutings of grace. Grace. Mountains don't come down by shouting, come down, come down. According to the word of the Lord, they come down by just saying grace to the mountain. Because when the spirit is present, everything becomes easy. So the Bible says, it is not by power. <laughs> and that is what 2019 will be all about. It is not by might. It is not by acrobatics. It is not by negotiation. It is by my spirit. Everybody should want to know the Holy Ghost. Jesus puts it this way in John 6, 3. In John chapter 6, verse 3, he said, It is the spirit that quickens. The flesh profits nothing. It is the spirit that quickens. When we speak, when we pray, without the anointing and the presence of the Holy Spirit, at times it's just like an effort in futility. Prayer, Bible study, they are dry without the Holy Ghost. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that in the beginning God created the heaven and earth, and the earth was without form, and it was void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the next thing you will see, the Bible says, the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. And God said, God never spoke until the Spirit of God moved. What is it about the Holy Spirit? It's not for long teaching tonight. Because very soon, we are going to pray... But I just want us to do everything we'll be doing tonight by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. We will prophesy and decree and we will secure and adjust and bat and create 2019 very soon. <laughs> if we had a prayer meeting yesterday, you have an idea of what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Because I'll refer to that in a while. But it is done by the Spirit. And we are following him tonight. God waited for the Spirit to move and God spoke. Who parted the Red Sea? In Exodus 14, 
Moses said, he began to pray. And God said, why are you praying to me? When they faced Red Sea, he said, tell the children of Israel to go forward. He said, you stretch your hand with your rod and divide the water. Now, when Moses pointed the rod, the Bible said that there was an east wind. And the east wind created a path on the sea overnight. There are many overnights in the Bible. Like Paul and Silas singing in the night and all the chains fell off. In case there is anybody in chains tonight, it is too late for that chain. For the fact that you are here, you are free. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because demons tremble at his presence. What a mighty God was serve. It's not, demons don't tremble at his omnipresence. Did you get that? God is everywhere, but people don't get deliverance every day. They don't get healed every time. Demons tremble when there is a manifested presence. And that cloud is here tonight. Hallelujah. You see, our all nights, we don't do all nights. By 12.30, we should be through here. But things would have happened before then. Once we shout Happy New Year, we are going to be speaking. But I'm going to prepare us in a while. Are you ready? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you following me? <laughs> the wind went and created a path on the sea. All of a sudden again, in Numbers 11, you know, God told us to divide the sea. So he stretched. The Bible said that the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all night, all that night, and made the sea a dry land, and the waters were divided. There will be waters that will be divided also tonight. Yes. Because the same, now they said a wind from the Lord. When it came down the day of Pentecost, how did it come? Like a rushing, mighty wind. And then Jesus said, You don't know the will of a man of the Spirit. It's like a wind. So the Holy Spirit is likened to wind many times. So it was the Holy Ghost that divided the Red Sea. Hallelujah. In Numbers 11. <laughs> They were hungry. And Moses went to God. God, they were talking of stoning Moses. I showed you on Sunday when there was famine, they thought of beheading Elisha. Now there was famine again, or they were tired of eating manna, and they talked of stoning Moses. And Moses prayed to God. Then God told Moses that, don't worry, they want meat, right? They don't want manna again. They will eat meat, not one day, not two days. And Moses, even Moses, that was beyond his faith. And he reminded God of how many people were. So he said, dear Lord, sorry. You are missing something here. He said, the people that I'm talking about, men alone are 700,000 men. And you know, polygamy, some of them were practicing polygamy that time. So some of them married three wives. Actually, according to record, about 2 million people left Egypt together. So God, and in those days, it was forbidden. Counting women was forbidden, so they wouldn't count women. So Moses said, minus children, minus women, men alone, 700,000. So he said, and Lord, you are saying that you are going to feed them with meat every day and not for one week, not for one month. And Moses told God, he said, are we going to slaughter cattle? <laughs> and the Lord, you know, when he was talking, God was listening to him. And he said, Moses, you seem to have forgotten that I am called the Almighty. He said, you will see whether what I've said will come to pass or not. But when God was about to bring the birds, 
The Bible says, again, the wind, a wind went from the Lord. They just started feeling the wind. And after the wind, they saw meat everywhere around the camp. The wind. Promises of God don't get fulfilled without the input of the Holy Spirit. Many times, that is a missing link. Hallelujah. Even though God said to Moses that you guys are going to eat meat in abundance, but that, those, meat, those birds, the meat never came until the wind of the Spirit brought them. The Holy Spirit. I want to show you something from Isaiah chapter 32, verse 15. I want us to read. And this describes the state of Nigeria and these chaotic last days. Isaiah 32, verse 15. Let's start from verse 14. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Get ready to be fruitful like never before in 2019. The Bible says, because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left. And that is happening all over the world now. The forts and the towers shall be for then forever. Terrorists occupying towns. A joy of white asses and a pasture of flocks. Until. Shout that word until. until. Say until. until. The palaces will remain a desolated place. White donkeys will be enjoying themselves in towns. Inhabitants are dry. Nobody's there. The Bible says, until something happens. Until the Spirit be poured upon us from an eye. And what will happen? The wilderness will be a fruitful field. And a fruitful field will become a forest. Oy. When the Spirit invades a life, wilderness will become a fruitful field. And areas that are doing well already will be amplified. Glory to God. Yeah. Until the Spirit be poured from on high. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. When we pray in tongues, we are preparing to speak by the Spirit. And I want to give one more example, and I'm true. Second Kings, I think we shared that some weeks ago, or two or three weeks ago in church. Second Kings chapter 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The prophetic word that will launch you into 2019, in the name of Jesus Christ, your ears will be open tonight to hear it. Yeah. And when we speak, we will not speak empty words. Yeah. We are going to shape 2019 very soon. Hallelujah. And I'll show you the principles. So I want to say everything before 12 o'clock. Because once we shout Happy New Year, we give God praise and we start speaking. The year has no choice but to obey us. One of the things that you need to know as a child of God is that everything in life has ear. When Jesus said to that fig tree, no man, Jesus didn't talk about the tree. He spoke to the tree. He said, no man eats of thee again. The tree head. Hallelujah. Are you following me? When Korah and his rebels with him, we stood Moses. Moses said, if you die a common death, God has not sent me. He said, but if the ground should open, before he finished saying it, the ground opened. The ground heard Moses calling his name and opened and swallowed those guys. 
Oh, glory to God. Now, we don't go about causing the ground to swallow people. I love what he said about that testament. We don't rejoice when somebody dies. Even though some will die. But we don't speak that anybody should die. For it is not God's will that any should perish, but that they might be saved. So we don't speak judgment against people. We just pray protection for ourselves. Let God choose any method he likes. <laughs> but I will never bury or kill anybody. So I cannot pray for that and die. No. I can only pray that, Lord, stop them from stopping me. Whatever stop, stopping them means to God. It's up to him. After all, is the Almighty. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is that, I, I didn't get that. Praise the Lord. Because there are many people in Africa who hate their enemies so much. Walk in the light and darkness will bow before you. Don't get yourself involved with wanting somebody to die, wanting somebody to die, let them perish. If they die, make it die. I heard that from one day. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but Joseph has said, is, is there not, uh, this story here, for time, you can read this first, for second king chapter three. The kings, three kings, set out. The king of Judah, the king of Israel, and the king of Edom wanted to go and fight the king of Moab. Edom came from uh, Esau. So they still considered themselves, well, they hated Israelite because they felt, the story among them was that Jacob cheated their grandfather and stole his blessing. So they were descendants of Esau. But at times, they would defer to the side of the Israelites to help them. So this time around, there was a kind of cordial relationship between them, or among the three of them, and they said, okay, let's go. Then Israel had ten tribes. Judah had two tribes. So Israel had the king, Judah had the king, and Edom had the king. So the three kings came together to go and fight the king of Moab, who had rebelled against the king of Israel, or Judah. Out of the three kings, Jehoshaphat was a good man. In 2019, or any time in your life, listen very carefully. And I've shared this in church. People around you can fast forward your blessing or hinder it. Relationships are very important to God and important to the devil. Nobody comes down from a lofty eye without relationship and nobody goes up without a ladder of relationship. So, it was going to go the other way. Jehoshaphat was a good man. But he was with, when people know this, we watch who you marry and who you call your husband. When a woman says, this is my husband, you have put a cap on your life based on who the man is, a fool or a wise guy. People have been introduced into battles that they are no point fighting. Because they have joined a family. Courtship is beyond eating snacks and eating cake and meat pie. And Valentine is taking you to... It's beyond that. There's nothing wrong with that. But listen very well. Anyway, it's not relationship now. Let me not... <laughs> Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, it was going to go the other way. Joseph was a good man. But the other two kings were bad guys. As they were going to fight with all their armies... They suddenly found out that after traveling for many days, no water. Uh -uh. The king of Israel was the most terrible author. He was the first to talk. 
He said, God has called us out. To, God has set us up, you know. He has called us out to let the king of Moab finish all of us. Because when you don't walk in the light, you will always be suspecting God. <laughs> Somebody, because he had done something bad, I think he went to sleep with a girl. So, so it's not a, it was, a Christian, it's not a getting uh, fearful. He was taking a bus from school to another place. So they put him at the last corner in the bus. He came down and waited for the next bus. <laughs> God is not looking for how to get you. He doesn't need to look for how to get you. If he wants to get you, he will get you. But he's not looking for how to get you. It's your conscience pricking you and God is just looking for it. He's looking for how to help you. But you are busy running. And the Bible said that a sinner runs when no one is pursuing Hallelujah. That experience led one court guy to, to come to Christ. Went to fight and kill. So he was just doing all sorts. And he began to live in fear, running from everybody. And one day, two boys were coming. And he started running. He thought they had come to the and until they met and passed. And they were just talking soccer. So on the floor where he fell, he said, this life is not good. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> are, you, are you with me? So he said, God has called these three kings to destroy us. But thank God for Jehoshaphat, the man of God. He was a good king. He said, no. This situation, I, remind me, when we start talking about Genesis 2, 19, where we pray, how you interpret everything matters. Jehoshaphat said, no. God is not setting us up. We only need a prophetic word. This situation I see is simple if we can hear from heaven. So he said, is there no prophet? This region we have. Is there nobody that can hear from God here? Yeah? And somebody said that there is a man called Elisha. And the CV was amazing. They didn't say he could prophesy nation upside down. They said there is a man called Elisha. He used to pour water on the hand of Elisha, Elijah. That was his CV. He used to pour water. When Joseph heard, he said Elisha. He used to pour water on the hands of Elijah. He said the word of God is with him. And they came to where Elijah was. Elisha was. And he sat down. When he saw the three of them, <laughs> when he saw the king of Israel, the Bible says he got angry. He said, you, go to the prophet of your father and your mother. Because his father was Ahab and his mother was Jezebel. What a combination. Partnership that works. He said, <laughs> what, what I have problem with is when Abigail's of this world are marrying Laban. The Bible describes Laban as a foolish fellow. And the wife Abigail, such a good woman. David was going to commit murder, mass murder, was going to kill everybody because of the stupid utterance of Laban. His men were in the field with David's men. David had 400 terrorists. That was how they branded them in Israel. With him, men who could kill at will. One of them, 4,800 men, and finished them. These were the men with David in the wilderness. And we see some few shepherds with their sheep and they never touch them. They will even preserve their sheep. So they heard that the guy was sharing his sheep one and David sent me and said, go and tell this guy that for six months in the wilderness we're helping you to keep, you were keeping your men, keeping your sheep. At least I sent somebody to us now. And the guy said, <laughs> he said, who is David? Well, he said, who is son of Jesse? Then he talked to him and said, ah, nowadays there are many slaves who break free and they are roaming around streets. 
So when the guy came back today, David said, what did he say? He said, he said that there are many slaves. <laughs> now at the sewer, he said, try. He said, let's waste that bastard. Then David swore that may God do so. And more, if one male is left in his house overnight. And David wasn't supposed to do that. Thank God Abigail, the wife, was at the back of the door when her husband was yarning stupidity. <laughs> she heard it. She didn't even tell the guy anything because there was no point. It was a foolish fellow. <laughs> you, you can't reason with an unreasonable fellow. So she didn't bother to say anything. She just got donkey, got food in abundance, and left the house. She was the wife of the richest man. When she saw David, David was just a young man. She came down from the houses and knelt down and said, my Lord, please. So you see that guy. Now me they live with him. He's a fool. He said, so let the blame be on me. Just leave him. We've been managing that foolishness since I got married to him. Ah! David said, wow, what a woman. Then David said, you did not only save your husband. You stopped me from killing. I was angry. I was going to do something unreasonable. He said, but forever, the blood of your children will be on my head if we had done it. He said, thank you for coming. Oh God, the story didn't end there. There was a spark. <laughs> because the next thing we saw was that the woman was in Pa David's house. <laughs> so there was a connection that day. <laughs> David was such a romantic guy that even when he said he was old, to test whether he was old or not, they said the king was old and he was shaking. They brought a girl, Abishag, and asked him to be the king's nurse. And the Bible records that David did not have sex with her. When the chief saw that David did not have sex, he said, it's so truly. <laughs> because the one that was taking her bath several meters away, the next thing they saw her in his room. So when they put one on his lap and he would have said, it's old. <laughs> truly. <laughs> Hallelujah. Have you ever wondered? I mean, the, why, why were the women singing, saw a kill, one time David killed 10,000? So as he was coming to town, the women were saying, oh, David, oh, David. They didn't sing for Moses. It was not romantic. It was only one women were singing for in the Bible, 10,000 women. No other person. Women didn't sing for any other person. Because before the singing, he had been greeting them in town. Let's go to the message. Is <laughs> somebody with me tonight? Hallelujah. Are we, are we together? Okay. <laughs> so Elisha said, go. And the Bible says. He said, no. Then Elisha said, ah, I'm about to send you away. He said, but I can see Josephat with you. He said, because of Josephat, I will talk to you guys. Then he did something. Because, because he was angry, the anointing had lifted. He said, bring me in Israel. There is a way. I, I said that just to say what I said earlier. Elisha, even though the double portion of the anointing of Elijah or the spirit of Elijah was upon him, as at that time he was the most anointed man on earth, even Elisha couldn't just start prophesying. He couldn't deliver the message until something happened. Now, when Elijah put his hand on Elisha, the double portion, when he picked up the mantle, the double portion fell on him. So the anointing was inside. So the presence of God was inside or was upon him. But the manifested presence was not always there. So he needed the manifested presence to prophesy. So he said, bring me a ministry. That shows that worship has something to do with it. 
Those who like to look around when others are worshipping, you can't assess deep things of the Spirit if you do that. As the mystery began to play, there was a cloud of glory. And he said, about this time tomorrow. Oh, sh prophetic words are powerful. This is how it operates. When the anointing of the Spirit is present, and you speak under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, it carries the same weight as the words of the Almighty God. You do hear that? Yes, sir. Yes, that is why most of the prophets in the Bible, most of the prophecies in the Bible, they came to pass in 24 hours. If it's a prophetic declaration, it will happen right before your eyes when the anointing is present. Prayer can do that. This is an advanced level. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. When Elisha said, the same Elisha, when he wanted to behead him, he said, about this time tomorrow, a measure of which shall be sold for a shekel. Second Kings chapter 7, and two measures of barley. Verse 1. And the Bible said that by 24 hours after that, a nation that was, a city that was under severe famine had abundance of food in 24 hours. God is not limited in power. I don't care the level anybody is here tonight. Anybody, if you are here tonight, I don't care the level you are. When the spirit is moving, I will begin to speak. In 24 hours, the story of your life can change completely. And it will change in the name of Jesus Christ. It does not take time. It is true. It only takes the truth. It doesn't take time. It takes the truth. When light shines, something happens. Are you hearing me? Praise the Lord. So all the prophecies in the Bible, about this time, a measure of weight. So the same thing Elisha said, what's your problem? No water. He said, by this time tomorrow. He said that you will have more than enough water. Now he didn't stop there. He said, you only came to talk about water. You are going to have water tomorrow. Beyond water, you are going to fight a king. I give you victory over that king. Can I hear amen? Yeah. See, the king of Moab was prepared. Some, oh, Shkala, something will enter 2019 with every one of you. Yeah. That everybody around you will know that beyond what you do, there is an invisible force that is doing what to do with you. Yeah. Shout a living amen. Yeah. Shout amen again. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The king of Moab had his soldiers ready. He was surprised. If he knew that they were more powerful than himself, he would have surrendered. But he had the strategy in place. But as soon as they entered his land, he found out quickly that there was something unusual following them. Because they conquered the cities in no time. And it was not difficult for them to conquer. Then he tried to do something. The Bible says he had 700 men who were experts in fighting. So when he saw that they, were, they had defeated the soldier, he wanted to run away. So he surrounded himself with 700 men, and he said that, look at the three kings. King of Judah, king of Israel, king of Edom. His intelligence told him that the weakest link was the king of Moab, king of Edom, that set of 700 men face Edom and penetrate and run away. But he tried to do that, then he failed. Because he was right. He dictated weakness in the king of Edom. But at that time, Edom was functioning under the prophetic anointing. So when he saw that there was no breakthrough, he took his son and he sacrificed his son. And at that time, you know, that refers to the sacrifice of Jesus. God suspended the prophecy and he told them to leave him alone. So they saw him, his men died, but nobody touched him. Because sacrifice touches the heart of God. The son that was supposed to be the next king, he sacrificed him 
And the Bible said that God told his brother, stop. They all just, they just left him and went back. They couldn't imagine him doing what he did. Because one day God was going to sacrifice his only begotten son that time to have many begotten of them are seated here. So that touched God and the prophecy was uttered. Like, stop, just leave him. What we want, just leave him alone. So what the man teaches is that no matter what is against you, there are steps you can take. But that's not for tonight. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. He saw that something was working. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Lift up your hands and just worship him. Can you pray in tongues for a while? We, 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 we believe that same spirit, the Holy Ghost, is entering 2019 with us. Lucosuzi. I will not fight any single battle by power nor by might. I will not do any business, no venture by power nor by might. It's going to be by the Spirit. And the result will be terrific. By daybreak tomorrow, something great is happening in your life. By daybreak tomorrow, Rise up everybody I don't have to finish Give me Genesis 2.19 Give me Genesis 219. We pray with this yesterday all skimo hondro kush de lead lush alamandi hallelujah everybody look at this out of the ground the lord genesis 2 19 the lord god formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to adam to see everybody let me read the concluding parts How powerful is this scripture? God created animals and he created birds. He refused to name them. He brought them to Adam to see. And he said, any name you call them, that is what I will accept. You didn't create 2019, God did. But he has brought 2019 to you. That see, daughter, see, son. I won't name the year for you. Whatsoever name you call the year, that is what the year will be to you. Oh, no wonder I said in Numbers 14 28, as you have spoken in my ear, so will I do to you. We are about to name 20. There is a general name he has given us, and I will say it in a while. But what about you? If God brings 2019 before your face and he says, Son. What will you call this year? Everybody begin to pray. There's an anointing of God here. You are praying to begin to arrange your thoughts. To know what to say when I say you should begin to speak. Forget about your neighbor and pray. Bula Masaya Mandere. 
We have just about five minutes to do that. Pray about 2019. As you pray, listen with your heart to know what you are going to say about the year. Somebody pray. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. In Jesus' name, the Lord spoke to us and He said, 2019 will be the year of the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. That made me to explain a few things about the Holy Spirit. Forever, you will never remain the same again. You'll be so charged by the Spirit of God that even when people look into your eyes, they will know that you are not ordinary. That is the year we are about to step into. Are you hearing me? You see, in about five minutes, we're about to cross over. And you know what is happening? When they cross the Red Sea, God told, when they cross Jordan, rather, when they cross Jordan in Joshua chapter 2 and 3, God spoke to Joshua. He said, tell the priests and some later some people, said, take 12 stones from Jordan and carry them out. Then he said, take 12 stones from outside and set them up inside Jordan. And the Bible said the stones are still inside Jordan till now. What was God trying to tell them? He said, the 12 stones that were buried inside Jordan represented the end of a dispensation. And the stones that were carried out represented resurrection. He said, kill an age, end a dispensation, and start a new one right now. For us, 2019, it's not the continuation of 2018. When the word is brought to us, it is because God created light, Genesis chapter 1. And he said the purpose why he created light to create seasons. Seasons are not, they don't change by calendar. They change by light. Light changes season. I have brought the word of God to the entrance of his word produces light and the light changes your season i am saying to everybody you are not stepping into the continuation of 2018 
you are entering a different year and it's by the spirit of the lord it's by the spirit of the lord pray in the language of the holy spirit it's by the spirit of the lord 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 mountains are bowing mountains are bowing mountains are bowing Many of you are receiving ability to pray like never before. Spiritual things will not be strange to you again. You might be an administrator, yet you have the wisdom of God. You might be a sportsman. Whatever field, whatever area, there's an anointing. Every aspect of your life is covered by the power of the Spirit of God. Your wilderness has turned to fruitful land right now. Now begin to address 2019. See the year standing before you. I see yourself standing before the year. Please speak loud and clear. Call the year by name. Is it your year of multiplication? Say 2019, my year of multiplication by the Spirit. Is it your year of deliverance? Say my year of deliverance by the Spirit. Is it your year of prosperity? Say my year of prosperity by the Spirit. Is it your year of greatness? Say my year of greatness by the Spirit. I speak to you 2019 in the name of Jesus speak
Oh, thank you. Le Kestolomon. Blessed be your name. time is showing 11.59 I would have loved us to do countdown but it looks like are you showing it? okay oh, okay, their own time is we are following this time start now, be counting 57, 56 53, 52 51 everybody counts Forty-three, forty-two, forty-one, by rejoicing before we make decree almighty god yeah. celebrate celebrate praise him
Hallelujah. I still want us to sing one more song before we. God is good all the time. What a song of praise. God is good. Just singing. We'll go to that seven song very soon, but I just want to start happy.
2019 just begin to appreciate him i have seen the year i praise i'm grateful i'm grateful i value life so i am i'm grateful that i'm alive in health blessed be your name i'm glad to be among the living celebrating the new year blessed be your name we give you praise we worship you in our country we've had death and rumor of death we've seen all sorts but blessed be your name for your preservation oh also thank you for what the year means to you thank you for a year like none other this glorious year this wonderful year this awesome year blessed be your name we give you praise we worship you we worship you glory to your name oh thank you jesus everybody lift up your right hand get ready to speak you have spoken your own but i want to lead you in a short prayer blessed be your name jesus no thank you lord one of the works of the anointing is to change your garments the bible says that the spirit of the lord god is upon me isaiah 61 he has anointed me to pray the good tidings to the poor he has sent me to heal the broken earth to proclaim liberty to the captives and open up the prison door to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord and the day of vengeance of our god to comfort those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes, oil of gladness for mourning, garment of praise, garment of praise, garment of praise, garment of praise, instead of spirit of heaviness. Oh, Kushva. It is called night of transfiguration. In Luke chapter 9, verse 29, the Bible says, as he, as he prayed, his countenance changed, and his clothes, his raiment became white. That was the prophetic word he gave us. Luke 9, 29. That's why we call it night of transfiguration. People came in there with all kinds of garments. But you are going now, going back with garments of praise. Amen! Jesus Amen. told blind Bartimaeus to come. He threw away his garments and he ran to Jesus Christ. All things are passed away. Amen. Listen. We have seen things by the Spirit. I understand that's why we value spiritual things but i speak to everybody and god will confirm his word by himself that in the name of jesus christ a new garment is on you Amen. the old is gone Amen. you are a light to your family Amen. you are a light to your family Amen. in the name of jesus Amen. christ through you shall nations be blessed. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are passed from death to life. Amen. You are passed from sickness to health. Amen. You are passed from failure to success. Amen. The glory of the Lord is upon you. Amen. The presence of God is upon you. Amen. No darkness will stand before you. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen. lift up your right hand. Say after me as loud as you can. The Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord is in me, is in me and is upon me. And is upon 
He has anointed me to bring the glad tidings to those that are poor. He has sent me to heal the broken hearted. In the name of Jesus, I'm a carrier of divine presence. Anywhere I go, Jesus goes with me. His presence is real in my life. In the name of Jesus, mountains bow before me because of the spirit of the Lord. As I shout grace, the mountains are leveled. The mountains are leveled. When I stand before any sea or any situation that looks like Red Sea, the same east wind that parted the Red Sea is at work in my life. Parting every sea, dividing every Jordan, bringing down every mountain. I'm charged by the Spirit of God. There's a revival going on in my heart. My prayer life is changed. There is revolution. And now I study the word. In Jesus' name. My ears are open to hear the voice of God. In Jesus' name. I will never be confused over any matter. For the Lord is my shepherd he leads me i shall not want 2019 is my year of the spirit the spirit of the lord is mightily at work in me in 2019 it is so real that everyone can perceive it i operate in the energy of the holy ghost I speak, I speak by the word, by the, by the anointing of the Spirit of God. In Jesus' name, for me, my story in 2019 is that it is not by power, it is not by might, it is not by effort, it is by the Spirit of God. My body is kept in health by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, wilderness, turn to fruitful land before me. In Jesus' name, no dry moment again, no wilderness again. My cloth is shining, my cloth is shining, my garment is shining, my garment is shining. People celebrate with me. Light is found in my life, there is no darkness in my life. I stand in this authority. This, this is my experience in 2019. Greater than all the previous years. In the name of Jesus Christ, I operate excellent spirits. I interpret dreams. I dissolve doubts. In Jesus' name, He is at work in me. I welcome everybody to the year of the Spirit. Glory to God. Lift up your hands and just worship Him. Oh Lord, we worship Him.
Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.